This week, the number one show on Netflix was Black Crab. Hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this? I don't know, Dave, but let's figure it out. Yes, Black Crab. Black Crab. So here we are in studio. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Why Are People Watching This? The podcast where um, our team of experts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're not experts, <laughs> no. we're just random people who are forced to watch the number one thing on Netflix and then ask and answer the question, why are people watching this? So the number one show last week, because mm-hmm. Bridgerton is out now and that's just you know, oh, yeah, they'll dominate. They dominate. <laughs> yeah. So luckily, before Bridgerton showed up, there's this movie <clears throat> called Black Crap, which was the number one Netflix show. Uh, and it um, is what we all watched. Yes. Yes. I just watched it this morning. <laughs> wow. What Fresh a, what a great thing to watch first thing in the morning. I know. I Jeez. agree. Sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm curious to see what you guys made of this. There's, I have a lot of things to say about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I don't know if it's all positive, but oh. yeah. so let's, well, let's uh, yeah. Yeah, well, let's look at the, uh, let's... Oh, the, there's the official synopsis first. Yeah, let's first. listen to the official synopsis. I was getting ready to trigger the jingle for the next section. I have a, <laughs> hey, everybody, I have a new sexy recording machine that we can use for our uh, live shows Justin's positively giddy about this <laughs> I'm very thing. excited. And it has buttons I can trigger the and jingle. And it has pretty fancy lights. And, and yeah. everything blinks and when shining. we talk. Yeah. And then Ashley has a, a new, better microphone. So Thank hopefully you, hello. Hello, ASMR. We've, up, we've upped our game here. <laughs> we've upped our game at the podcast. Yeah. Bling, bling. Okay, yeah. Dave, so what are we doing? Uh, here's the official Netflix synopsis for this wonderful film. Oh, no. <clears throat> God. In a, dripping with oh, sarcasm dear. and anger. Oh, in a post-apocalyptic world, six soldiers on a covert mission must transport a mysterious package across a frozen archipelago. Yeah. Yeah, no mention <laughs> of skates, but there's, there's, there's skates enter into this. Very important. Yeah. Very yeah. important. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of skating. Fascinating. A um, lot of skating, yeah. All right, well, who's got what? a... Better synopsis. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis. Give me your synopsis. I need your synopsis now. All right, who's got okay. one? I'll, I'll I'll let fly with one. Dave, you're right. okay. You seem, <laughs> you seem a little. You seem a little out of it. This was a really depressing show. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Oh. I found it really sad. It was kind of sad. And yeah. you look sad. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even taken your coat off. It's like you want to leave the podcast. I'm, I'm just getting ready to just up and leave. Get and me out of here. Yeah. yeah, just you say the wrong thing, Greg. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your, what is your synopsis? All right. <clears throat> Join a doomed group of press ganged citizen special forces soldiers as they skate, hopefully, towards an end of a long war and the personal suffering they all carry only to find more bleakness lies suffering and inevitable death golly sweden are you okay (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah that's i understand the pain uh yeah 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 you bleak it was bleak. It, it was, was bleak. bleak. Ashley, do you you don't you don't have any notes? Today is a note-free day. So just you're just gonna off, off the, cuff. the cuff a synopsis. Here we go. Here's okay. my off-the-cuff synopsis. Watch as a mother tries everything in her power to get her daughter back. Okay. And um, at the, to the to the uh, detriment of the world. Wow. There's no wow. mention of skates in that one. Yeah. But you're right. That was supposedly the <laughs> rationale for why anything happened, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, here's mine. <clears throat> Black Crab is a Swedish film about a terrible war with civilian deaths and a deadly virus that could kill millions of people. Uh, read the room, Sweden. Read the <laughs> 
Like, I feel like this, I feel like this is not the right movie for right now. Oh, no. I, I feel like they were starting development on this, and as they're filming, they're going, "Oh, oh, oh crap! Oh no, oh, no! What they happened? Had, we're doing what? Oh no!" They had two themes, right? Oh, a no. terrible war where yeah. civilians are getting killed, and then a virus. Where and I'm like. I don't, nobody <laughs> wants to see this right now. <laughs> nobody. Timing. It's all about timing. Oh, my. Um, no. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some things that were okay, I guess. This was okay, I guess. Could have been a lot better, but also worse. All right, Dave. What? So what was okay? I mean, you were, you seemed... I, I kind of, there were some things of this that were okay. I mean, this wasn't, I'm just sad. I mean, it's, it was sad was and sad. dark, really? but, but as far as being sad and dark, I thought it did really well. Um, yeah. it had, yeah. it had some real kind of enemy at the gates vibe. Did you ever see that with Jude Law? With the two snipers? Or- yeah, yeah. Like this kind of bleak wartime, everything's kind of dark. And also this, there was this movie that came out years ago called Bravo Two Zero with Sean Bean. Um, Sean Bean doesn't die in it, apparently, oh, which is weird. That, that's not that's his MO. Whole MO. Yeah, yeah. And, and parts of this kind of reminded me of that, like this sort of special forces group off on this ridiculous mission that is probably not going to succeed. Um, it was they really held a consistent tone through this, right from the start to the finish. Like bleak, just the, the bleak, the coloring, everything was kind of dark. The dark ice, the blackness. Like it was the sky was always gray. There was never a sunny day. They're always like underground and like dimly lit rooms. Uh, and I, I don't know. I like the whole fog of war idea, right? Yeah. Like these guys are going along and, and kind of with the actual fog of war. Like they're skating through this fog. They don't. They're there's like in any kind of war film they're just like soldiers on the ground they don't really see the big picture so we don't see the big picture like what is this all what's going on who's the enemy Mm -hmm. we just see these soldiers they have one mission they're trying to make it happen but they don't really know the consequences of their actions even they're just following orders so i like that i like the okay that they did that um, the citizen soldiers thing was really timely, given where we are. With, That's what uh, I mean. They could not have known when they started making this that this would be the narrative from Ukraine. I know it yeah. was just like it was uncanny. The only difference being in the Ukrainian situation is like a, a, the citizenry is united in, yeah. in one thing to fight off this enemy that's attacking them. These Standing people seem together, yeah. these people seem like they're press ganged into this. Like yeah. they don't have any choice, or they're else. Well, they're not all of killed. them. There's the younger kid who you know experiences. He's in a uh, spoiler alert. He he's in a mass grave. You know, but, by the enemy, the unknown enemy, and then he yeah he you know he becomes passionate about fighting back against this. You know, they, but they all seem to be on their own kind of personal. Mm. They're driven by their own personal uh, reasons for fighting in this war. She's yeah. uh, she's trying to find her daughter. The other guy wants to get home. The other kid was in a mass grave and he f- wants revenge or whatever. They're yeah. all they're not united. Like let's save Sweden or the, whatever. No, country yeah. this they is. didn't even say the word Sweden. You're right. There's yeah. no nationalism because we they keep that. They don't tell us what's happening. Yeah, and they don't yeah. tell us what nationality people are. It's just everyone's motivated by some personal sense of yeah. fighting. It almost yeah. felt, honestly, to me, it it almost felt like they were building their own world. Like this was this had nothing to do. Oh, this had nothing. Well, to yeah, do. and but it was it was a it was such an interesting concept to think that okay, there's this particular group of people and they are fighting against that particular group of people and that is all that exists in this world that you get to see. Yeah. So it yeah, was, it is was that that was so door. you liked that? I actually did. I I have to say I. I did too. I both liked and hated it. I'll yeah. talk about why I hated it too. Yeah. But you don't know any information Nothing. other than like what Dave says. The people are 
on a mission. Yeah. And that fog of like it didn't it wasn't as distracting and it didn't annoy me as much yeah. as I thought it would. Like but, I usually I want to know what's happening and now I'm like you're not supposed well, to. I this is why I liked it. That was it was such a mystery. It was such a and it, and not a mystery that was intended to be solved. It was very obscured on purpose. You are yeah. seeing these people and the drama that they're going through and the feelings and emotions that they're dealing with and the you know difficult yeah. terrain that they're crossing and that's all you get. And what's interesting is they could be the bad guys. Very much yeah. so. Like we don't know what, who is doing what and nope. why. They could could be the bad guys but you're still following probably the they are since because they're releasing a virus we're, oh, we're, so, we're so accustomed to these like marvel style or you know where it's oh. very clear these are the good guys these are the bad guys but mm. i think if you read any accounts of real life yeah. soldiery and real life warfare situations this is what it's like it's like you're there for your own personal reasons either you're trying to keep the guy beside you alive yeah or trying to keep yourself alive yeah and the big picture doesn't really matter you're well, just you're just trying yeah. to get I, through this and and and, and i think they did it well in this film because that those storylines were enough to f- to surpass this yearning we have to know what the bigger picture is. Yeah. Like it was en- engrossing enough to be like following them along in their own little thing. Their own here's little a here's a fun little uh, twist and turn. Oh, um, I really associated this group of of people, especially later on in the movie once we found out what they were transporting, with. Um, the idea of Russian soldiers who, especially right now, we've we've seen that a lot of these Russian soldiers are really young, like 17, 18 year old boys that have gone off to war to fight for their country and are not are, are propagandized. They're told what they're told, they're, that they're going to save Ukraine from Nazis. Yeah. And they go into it with with these ideals. And then when they're on the ground, a lot of them are realizing potentially that what they're doing is is, is right. wrong. Well, that's why this film is is so weird right now, because mm-hmm. there's no way they could have made this with no. the intention of commenting on that they had specifically. no idea it's, and yet now we're looking at this the exact situation, Ukraine situation yeah. with the russian soldiers like you're saying and, and even in this movie they said like don't give them the propaganda give them the truth yeah. so there's this idea that whatever this state is is a propaganda driven state so it yeah. could just as well be the russians or the ukrainians as us as viewers trying yep. to to relate it to the real world which is good in the sense that it's so generalist yeah. but bad in the sense that it's come out now when we're literally all thinking about this yeah. and this may be the and accidentally the wrong time for this movie i don't yeah. think it's the wrong time for this movie i don't because i think I, I i don't know i just i i have a bit of a personal connection because my family my mom's side of the family are all ukrainian mm. and and we you know we i share a lot of ancestry and 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 so watching a movie like this it you have to you have to humanize the fact that every person that's involved in this war is an individual. Not it, you know, the killing that's going on and the ground, the soldiers on the ground, whether they're Russian or Ukrainian, are doing either what they're told or what they believe. And there are way bigger forces, like so much further up the chain, yeah. making these decisions for Which them. Which is what this movie really was about. Which I, right. it was very timely. I actually yeah. really enjoyed watching this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> t- yeah, it's timely in the sense that it reflects the now, but by by accident. Yeah, but in the sense. That if they had tried to make a movie about the current situation, yeah. it might have been different. It would I mean, have been, this... yeah. Well, it would have been it. It would have been political. It would have reflected whoever was making it. Oh, views they, on. They, they don't. Yeah, yeah, they don't give you the opportunity to get behind the politics of this because there are no politics. Not, which is no why context. it's so interesting. Yeah. Okay, because interesting. people, I have to admit, I am, I am very, very passionate about. Uh, like, I'm, I'm feeling very. Um, you, the, the Ukraine is is personal to me, but you have like the, the opportunity to not empathize but understand what an average Russian soldier is is feeling or experiencing. It, it, that kind of 
was the connection that I made here. Like there's still people and they're just trying to follow their order, whatever. So it's accidentally poignant yeah. when it was mm. supposed to just be a random film about the human condition yes. in general. And now it's specific to a situation. But Which And that's good for yeah. you. I'm not sure I like that. Mm. But like, what did you like? <laughs> yeah, okay. what, what, do you, what do you got? Well, what do you okay. got? I thought the ice skating was stupid and cool. Like it was, it was a bit like Starlight Express or like one of these ridiculous like it's like ideas like, well, you know, we're going to do an action movie, but we're going to set it on ice. And mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that's corny. But actually, it was kind of neat. And I know mm -hmm. like from like Sweden, Finland in particular, like these countries like fight on skis. That's part of their training. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe ice skating is part of it, too. I don't know. It seemed like it could have been dumb, but it wasn't that dumb. It was actually kind of neat. Mm -hmm. Like like you said, there's the tension. The tension felt real. Um, that's good. It was a simple premise, mm -hmm. although I want to get into why I hated what was actually going on <laughs> later on, but, but at least the simplicity was nice because yeah. it wasn't like a lot of political intrigue or all the other stuff dumped on it. It was just a single journey. Mm -hmm. um, and the people frozen in ice was a really powerful, awful scene. Yeah, it was. And I don't think I've seen anything like that before. This is my biggest like of this movie. This, to me, was very unique. Yeah. I have never seen anything even remotely similar to this, whether it was a war movie yeah. or a apocalypse movie. Like it, It's it so was really, special. It was dark, but it was neat. I like mm -hmm. to see things that are unique. I feel yeah. like all we've been watching lately on Netflix is this bullshit. Of, like We talked about this last week. Reiterate of past uh you know mm -hmm. things like oh look at this thing that we're doing that's exactly like this thing that we did that's exactly like yeah. this other thing that and we this did this was different this was yeah. exactly what i was in the mood for i needed oh something different <laughs> can you it's be weird. in the mood for this what kind of I'm mood a is that i nervous that you were in the mood for this yeah. like, i was gonna go out and kill someone but then i thought well i'm just gonna watch netflix instead I, yeah. I was in the mood for like children frozen in the ice dead that's oh, the mood you were in man. for. Yeah. i uh, wanted something different well you got it well and and the last thing i liked was like the old when they went into the cabin with the old man and the old woman and they're just mm. chatting about stuff and then mm. like he had a gun under it the, under table, the table and then they killed them yeah and i'm like that i did not see coming it was yeah. so surprising it was so interesting yeah. i was so invested in this character this female character not to mention that she was stunning which who's like, this the main character the main character right. i don't know what's her name again ed or ed ed, ed. <laughs> which is weird yeah. well, that's ed, her last name I, I think i think her first ed. name is carolyn ed or something yeah, yeah carolyn yeah, ed yeah. or like you pronounce ed. it differently aid or something ed E-D-H. Oh, I guess I should, yeah, I should say that the other thing I like about it is that they're speaking Swedish the oh, whole time. Oh, I knew you okay, were going to say Okay, can, can I just, I, I feel like a complete imbecile, okay. but I didn't know that you could change the set. Like, I started watching this and it was coming through as, like, dubbing. Oh, no. Oh. And I was like, oh, this is this dubbed? Like, because yeah. I, I, I didn't pick it up till about 10 minutes in and everybody's lips were moving differently. I'm like, oh, am I, like hallucinating <laughs> am i old am i yeah like, so that means that that's your setting that means that yeah, it's so, doing that for you all the time <laughs> yeah but it, it does it on everything so i don't know why it doesn't it do that on mine because i always use the subtitles oh, so you right. switched over after 10 well minutes? i was using a different device i was like oh okay oh. maybe it's a different device setting oh. so anyway yeah i went back and i was like oh this is so much better right mm. to go to to subtitles yeah because yeah. i th and i think i missed some nuanced stuff along the way because i think She's supposed to be an ex-speed skater, but I didn't... Yeah. And the first English part, I did, nobody revealed that. So well, maybe they didn't, I, they really didn't reveal, reveal that. They just said that you're really good at skating. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I picked she, that up. That's but, all... That's like, all they said. Yeah. So, yeah. And so apparently they still have a record system to be able to find that out. But, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I want to... Before I know... You, do you have more likes? Uh, no. Just this, <laughs> this... And I've got some trivia later on about it. But like... Um, 
yeah, I, I enjoyed it. me personally because like I I was an exchange student in Sweden, like my Swedish is pretty good, so like I could just listen Ooh. to this right and not have to use subtitles, and that was exciting for me because they're speaking, uh, except for this one guy who's Danish, oh. uh, who's speaking Danish, and we'll talk about that later on. But like, <laughs> and I can't follow him, but everyone else is, I was like, oh, this is fun, so I felt happy hearing some Swedish. Happy movie. during this dark, depressing apocalypse war yeah. with. But viruses. here's the thing with Swedish <laughs> movies: like, you will not find a Swedish movie that does not. It always involves a dead child. There's always a child that is dead. It is always sad. I swear to God, Sweden is incapable of mo- making a movie without dead children in it. Mm-hmm. I swear. Oh, no. And so, like, I, kn- I already knew from the get-go. I'm like, well, yeah. some- there's going to be dead or endangered children. Well, they even paid homage because she's going into the... the uh cruise ship and she looks down and there's a poor little dead teddy. child's teddy bear oh yeah. my god everything <laughs> yeah that's what sweden is i don't know dead, what dead, dead. <laughs> sweden's fascination is with dead maimed injured uh, uh, like traumatized children but yeah. it's their main shtick well they're the 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 movie the, the the series of movies that I watched were the Swedish version of the girl with the dragon tattoo, which Who are this also girl was in. Yeah. yeah, and and they were also super dark, of course, yeah. and really and intense. It's all about in trauma. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what is up, Sweden? Are like yeah, Dave said it okay? at the beginning. Well, yeah. I mean, they they always make move dark, broody, scary. Well, it's so dark like, and like it's dark for half the year there. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so maybe like, that's why <laughs> it's the way the Swedish cinema works. And like I knew, so I knew it going in. So I'm yeah. like, well, this is not going to end well, and everything's going to be sad. Yeah. So like when immediately the first scene was like child endangerment i'm like yep that checks out that checks out i was ready for it i have to say i have a huge i i loved this i loved you it. loved i it. loved it well this is odd <laughs> I know. why did you love it i well i don't know i so obviously it, it was unique. there was no food in this at all there was I know. no like bare oily chested man or anything <laughs> there was, i would well, never hang on have guessed now, hang on now I, if, if i can recall the very first and the reason that i'm on this podcast was because of my love of squid game so is this really surprising you that I like something dark and and dreary and 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 sad? Like <laughs> I'm still surprised. Interesting. Yeah. Cuz yeah. it doesn't <laughs> Like like it's like I what, love what this. about it did you love? I well, don't understand. Okay. So I I think because in my personal life I am very positive and and happy go lucky and everything is charming and lovely. You just I don't know sometimes you just need a break from yourself. And I, this I, is the break. You don't want to, <laughs> like, why don't you watch like go, go to the circus? Yeah, or like mean? go get some ice cream. No, no, I want something dark because I'm not. Oh, dark. you. So the break from yeah. Okay, let me just let me just because Dave and I don't understand, but so your life is filled with joy, happiness, and contentment, right? Mm-hmm. And so then to take a break from that because for some reason that's distressing <laughs> yeah. to you, you want to watch dead children. On not dead children, but but things that make you that uh, this movie really made me think. It it brought up you know topics of of war and apocalypse and virus and and ethics, you know, because at first she's obviously she's going to go through with it. She's going to give them the virus in all in order to find her child, and that. That was such a good premise for me because to me a a motherhood and i'm not that i'm a mother but my own mother would absolutely do that in a heartbeat she would you know take a a million million of people millions of people killing virus right to the people that need it if if it meant that she could you know save me or so the premise of this made perfect sense to me i think that her going on this mission for her child was very compelling like watching her struggle through this and believing that her daughter was still alive and and um, also, I just want to say, I love the lead male character, the one that comes in and abandons her at the beginning. Yeah, and you then, like that guy? Uh, 
he was it was such a shock it was so everything about this movie was surprising everything you turn around and they're doing something you're like what no, okay like I'll tell it, you what's surprising is that you liked it so much I <laughs> yeah. um interesting fascinating mm. okay wow. the skating I, I, was cool uh, I, I can't. I gotta get. I gotta not like it anymore, Dave. Okay. <laughs> Do you have well, more that you like, or no? I did, I would just like to say that I thought it was great to see a movie with a strong female lead, and she did yeah. a great job. I thought very convincing acting yep. was great, and her all fighting that. and the the yeah. way that they portrayed her fighting all, skills were. I awesome. I thought yeah, like the way they portrayed them as like this fighting unit too was very kind of spot on. Like yeah. you know, we see a lot of this now with all these like Navy SEAL style movies, but just that whole. Like when she and the other guy are defending that hilltop outpost. That right? was amazing. And they just immediately click into like action. Like yes. he's calling out the targets and she's shooting and then they. It felt beyond realistic. Yeah. I, I do like, because this is Scandinavia. It's like the most egalitarian society, Sweden, Finland, Norway, yep. Denmark. And so like there was no mention of the fact that you're a woman. Only he said like you're very small for this. Yeah. That was the only thing. There was nothing about the fact that she's a woman nope. or that the, the other It wasn't leaders a topic women. of conversation no, at all. No, it's just because that's how the world A should be and B kind of is. In, in Scandinavia, these countries, yeah. In Iceland I um I want to mention one other thing. I loved the music in this. I loved it. Was there music? There was it there was. I remember no music. Was it Every haunting scene. and sad? Because that <laughs> That, that jives. But remember. every but this is what I mean. The music was I'm 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 always paying very close attention to music in movies, and the music in this was so perfect that you didn't even know it was there. But it built. You know how you always hate when they when they pander to you or when they yeah. um, try to make you feel whatever <laughs> you're trying to feel. Yeah, they did that to you in this, but you didn't even know it. Oh my god! Because there was music right. in every right. single scene, yeah. and it was. Awesome. It was oh. so well done. I didn't even notice it. You're right. Okay, you got fine. surprise pandered to. I've been, I've been under the table pandered to. Yeah. I don't yeah. now I'm a more upset. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I've been pandered to and didn't notice. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. Stupid. It was great. It was well, great. Yeah. Well, let's move on to some complaining then. Let's do some grumbles and gripes. Uh. Here, here's a the theme. Come on and tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna tell you what I don't like. Come on and hit me with your All right, where do yeah. we start? <laughs> well, you you look like you're 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 you got a lot ready there. to blow well, up. Over I don't there. have a huge. I'm going over my list to see where to start. Um, I let's just talk about the motivations of the characters. For All second. right, because the you were talking about that the main character is motivated to see her child, find, bring, find save, her child, whatever. Right? Yeah, okay. which seems obvious that the child's not there to everyone except her. She's an idiot. But um, they find out. Okay, I don't understand what is. The motivation of the the people we're watching or the 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 people they're fighting for because they find out halfway through of course that they're carrying a deadly virus i don't know what else it could possibly have been i think we all knew that right yeah mm -hmm. um well, they said that yeah and then they're like what sh what should we do they, they didn't really spend that much time they're just like yeah we're just going to continue on well they're soldiers that is the point yeah but her point was like she was motivated <laughs> to find her daughter yeah and so now she's bringing a deadly virus to where her daughter is. Yeah. So. But they're not going to, they're not going to um, shoot the virus off there because they're intending to murder all these other people. No. Because <laughs> they said, they're like, this virus will kill everyone. And then we start over. It's like the, the worm Ouroboros like eating itself. And then the world starts anew. Like they made all these references to the world ending and beginning anew. Right. Yeah. So the, we knew that the virus would kill everyone. And so yet she wants her daughter. And well, her no, no. They, they very specifically said, except for those assholes in their bunkers. But like that wasn't going to be them. 
but yeah, well, it would have been well theoretically if they're the heroes that bring this virus. It would have been if what? she had brought like they they were treated with uh, like utmost respect when they got there. Yeah, but the, I, 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 I'm, I'm just confused. <laughs> In the moment when they had the virus and they had to make a decision to destroy it or keep going, they're all like, "Yeah, we should 100 bring this virus yes, to the place because so that we they're can soldiers, all die. because that is their job, that is what they're paid to do, and that's what they're trained to do." But it just didn't seem logical to me. And then when well. They, but wait, okay. okay. So then, then tell me, because you seem to understand this better than I do. So they get, she's like, I have to bring this because it, I was told to, and it's important. Well, because if she brings it there, she'll get her daughter back. So she's then she obviously gets there. an idiot, but she's right. but she's also a mother, and she's panicked, and all she can think about is is returning, having her child returned to her. So then she gets there. Mm. She has the virus, gives it off, and then she learns that her daughter's not there, yeah. and then she decides that. Because her daughter's not there, she does want to destroy the virus. Yeah. But, but why? Because, well, all right, so theoretically, if she brought the virus and her daughter had been there, she would have been a hero, her daughter would have been with her, and they would have been in the bunkers, and she would be saving her daughter's life. Because oh, they would okay. survive and everyone else would die. So to her, her motivation has, she doesn't give a sh- uh, crap about anyone out there okay. about all the millions of people that she's going to kill I, I know it's not right i can understand that it's not ethically or morally correct but all she cares about is her daughter so yeah i, I feel like her her thing with her daughter carries right through because yeah. first she's trying to get there because that's where her daughter is and then the woman says oh your daughter's not here so now her daughter is out there in the world and somewhere. if she if the virus, if this is virus released, gets out there yeah. so she's still motivated i've got to save my daughter it's just now the stakes are different. Her daughter is in an unknown location, but she's out there where yeah. the virus is going to kill her. So well, she's got to... Yeah. Well, this isn't... The, okay. I think you've solved it. Okay. I was wrong about my thinking. But mm-hmm. then she decides she has to get rid of the virus. Yeah. And so she can't blow it up in the lab because it will release it and everyone will get sick. Yeah. So instead she decides to go up top. Blow it up in the and, air. And, and is, does she in that moment know that her daughter is dead? Because it's implied that the daughter is dead because she meets her in the water in the final scene. Yeah, I think she basically is giving up. Like when she's <clears throat> when she sees her daughter in that final scene, the metaphor is that she'll never get to see her daughter again. Okay, so the daughter could still be alive. Yeah, but, but so, she'll never get to see her and touch her and hold her. And So everyone evacuates. She has the virus and then she jumps off the cliff and blows it up. So it's released into the air and everyone gets well, we sick of the virus and dies. We don't including know. Her daughter. So we don't she's know killing what kind her daughter. Of, we don't know what kind of virus it is. We don't know how they but were they, intending but, to release it. But they said if you blow it up here, it'll get everywhere. So well, they knew that if you blew it up, it no, would no, no. destroy. They were saying that if they if you if she blew up the facility because they were trying to turn that virus into because remember they she in the movie they said you have to do this there was all these steps that they needed to take to turn the virus into a millions of people killing thing and so they were in like because when it started it was green and when she had those vials they were white so they were in the process of transforming whatever the the original like they were trying to change it so but why couldn't she blow it up in the lab right away right when they got to it yeah that's a good question i have to agree (laughs) with you a bit there because i feel like they tried to get kind of lofty they tried to take her they tried to take her motivation from like i just got to save my daughter which is very clear through the entire thing yeah this is why she's doing it her daughter's at the finish line daughter's no longer at the finish line and then they tried to make the motivation a little more lofty like Mm. and it got kind of muddled like Mm. what is she trying to save the world is she trying to save all these innocent people that are going to die with this thing or or is it just about her daughter and then she kills herself anyway 
So there's no way she's going to be able to save her daughter. But theoretically, yeah. she has saved her daughter because the virus is... I, I, Released, I understand what you mean. Maybe. No, no, no. I understand. <laughs> it's not. I, I get what you mean. It's a plot hole. It, it, it doesn't fully make sense. They don't explain the science of it. Yeah. But the intention oh. is that the virus is gone. Her daughter is safe. Okay. That's the intention. Well, yeah. the other thing, like you're right, Dave, in that the goal switched to lofty. Yeah. Mm. And the problem was because they didn't set the world, which I think we all agree was kind of neat. Mm. But because we didn't know what the world was, mm. we yeah. suddenly had to care about the world being saved or not or these people being good guys or the bad guys because we're talking about lofty goals as mm, opposed to yeah. our personal goals yeah and because they hadn't done it i didn't know what to think mm, should yeah. i want her to release the virus or not i didn't know anymore. well no because the, the the very premise of releasing of killing millions of people is a very clear and obvious bad thing but <laughs> if it is then why did those like there's hundreds, first of all, there's hundreds of scientists in that facility. Yeah. And they all seem to be like on the same page about uh, wanting to kill millions of people. Justin? Yeah. Nazi Germany? Fine. <laughs> Just putting that out there. But so, so, the, so then these guys uh, are the bad guys. Yes. I think that's the point. Because, but it was supposed to be ambiguous. Well, it well, was ambiguous the... until you find out about the virus. So they are the bad guys. Well, but they're not at the beginning. It's, I think it's problematic <laughs> because they needed to wrap this up at the end and that whole to, because it, it it takes the the focus which was so laser focused mm. and so small scale fog of war yeah to yeah. like suddenly there's this grandiose like what's the geopolitical situation right. going to be right and it was very it was too abrupt and there was no like you say there was no background there was no establishing but what I don't was going think that's, on i don't think that's the case at all because the, the the fact is that we in the very beginning both sides are fighting each other do you remember the scene with the young guy where he says they literally were going to kill them it was it was a scene from 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 nazi germany when they would do the death camps where they would literally shoot jewish people into their own grave yes i know it was so, terrible well, so but that's what but the you other loved side this show <laughs> i just want to reiterate no i loved it because loved it's it. we're remembering history and we're trying not to repeat those mistakes you, it was a break from your happy life to think about nazi germany for a few hours oh shut up sorry i was okay with this not knowing anything of this background world but when they get to these points and you've got to kind of make that leap, then it then that was a little problematic. Well, just wait though, because what what's happening is at the very beginning, both sides are equally ambiguously bad. There's a lot of bad things happening. They're doing bad things. Bad things are being done to them, and but they step it up when they bring the virus into play. So you're you you're you understand more as the movie gets gets going, mm -hmm. and in the end, what you realize is that this is a story about the human condition and how horrible we can be to each other. Okay. Okay. And yeah. yeah. So that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like you're. It was supposed to be kind of confusing and yes. ambiguous. And you're right. Everyone, we're looking at everyone's personal motivations and it's about the human condition writ large, not yep. about geopolitics, not about viruses and pandemics. So in that sense, thinking like we're doing maybe too much thinking about this. <laughs> but like I was, I, most of my, my like things I don't like are like, yeah. I don't understand necessarily why anyone is doing what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah. that is how, but, ah, but that's the world. That's real life. But I know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about this was that it was such a it was such a good representation of how horrible war is. But to be fair, I could have used just a titch more like <laughs> explanation of this command structure and the citizen army and what's going on. Because at the very first scene where she's got, you know, they're being they're being press ganged into this military, I assume like these masked guys come down a tunnel and just start shooting people, dragging mm -hmm. people out of their cars. I'm like. Are, are these? Is I think this those the military? Were the bad guys. I think those were. were is this, the is other this the side. enemy? Who, I don't know who, yeah. who they were. 
So there was, yeah. I was like, okay, well, how does she get into this military situation? Yeah. Who, so when the lieutenant guy takes her in the car, first of all, all her fellow soldiers are in this like cattle car. Yeah. So it's kind of like. It that, is volunteer. They're not It's kind being... of like they're a lower tier than the rest of these dressed military guys. Right. Yeah. I was confused. Well, but and they, then, but then but... they get off the, they get off the train and this woman offers her soup. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she says, don't worry, it's not poisoned. And then she starts to have a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my or my husband is at such and such a base. And then the other guy comes along and says, you know, get get away from her or whatever. Yeah. So like, I'm like, well, okay, so. Like who, who, yeah, what is no, going no, no. on? I, I think, okay. So to me, what was clear about this was that they're not actually press ganged into the army. They are all volunteering to be in this army because every one of them, like she, she volunteered so that she could try and find her daughter by, cause she's never left. She's from that particular place and she, that's why she knows it so well. So in order for her to leave and not be stuck in one of these refugee camps, mm-hmm. she needed access to be able to travel. So she joined the military and then it's all the same for the other people. They all volunteered um and then obviously like you said there's the low lower tier there's the higher tier it's just like a military it's just normal as you go up in rank you get more more power and more ability so they weren't concentration camps to me they were refugee camps okay well i guess i think what was happening here dave is that like they purposely did not do world building they didn't tell us about the command structure you don't Mm -hmm. know what's motivating people you don't know who those guys were in the tunnel we're not supposed to know they're keeping it ambiguous they don't mention the word sweden even though everyone's speaking swedish (laughs) they don't make any references to the real world all of the towns they talk about are made up those don't exist okay Mm -hmm. they're not geographically we don't know where they are there's a there's a a border in the Mm -hmm. middle of this archipelago but border with what we don't Mm -hmm. know like there's lots of places that could be you're not supposed to know. Yeah. The whole point is they don't want you to have information. They just want to show you yeah. snippets of people during war doing yeah. weird and confusing things. But so they want you to focus on on the decision-making process when you're in war. So, for example, um, one of the scenes I thought was most poignant was they're, after they fight with those, um, those snow clothes, like when the guy abandons them and they wake up and they're surrounded and they're being sieged or whatever, um, she, she gets shot and she drops the grenade and blows him up. And then immediately, like once she manages to get up, she just, she, she shoots off all of her bullets. She's just like, ah, and she like loses her mind, which is horrible because obviously they have a finite amount of, of, of bullets and, and, and uh, ammo. Um, and so the point is that you in war are not always logical. You're trying to do the best you can, but you're a human and, and she, she was distraught and sad and confused and, but she needed to get, and so it was good. It was such a good, good. Okay. Well, I think then the conclusion has to be, <laughs> I don't necessarily enjoy watching that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'd rather watch a stupid comedy with Ben Stiller in it. All right. But but you're thoughtful and you you want to think about the human condition. I don't. <laughs> I think because during my daily life, Dave yeah. and I are a little dark and mm-hmm. we think about the human condition all the time and we're sad about it. And when I watch something, I want to be happy. Whereas you don't think about how bad people are because you're a nice, happy person. No, I do think about how bad people are and, I, and then I try to make them feel better. Oh, see? You're a force <laughs> for good. Dave and I are just a... I don't know, what are we, Dave? We're just a force for... For, uh, exactly we're a force for uh. <laughs> i agree i disagree with that i think uh, you're both very positive individuals so, <laughs> all right where are, we now? where are we now yeah well, i just got a couple other tiny things here that that bothered me oh, like great she, like the, the, i think it was in the scene you were talking about ashley she's like firing off her gun 
And then it goes click, 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 which an automatic weapon doesn't. It just goes click. The bolt hammers home. There's no, there's nothing in there. It doesn't oh, okay. click, 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 like a machine gun. It just keeps, <laughs> that bothered me because it was, because everything else was so accurate. I was like, why did they do that? And I think it was just because they wanted to make sure everybody Emphasis, knew. Yeah. It was empty, 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 empty. Empty, okay. empty, empty. Yeah. Right? Wow. Dave had a very specific, that was, fully I love it. weapon related gripe. <laughs> yeah. Dave, what are you doing in your, your spare time? I'm like, nervous that Dave's in the militia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a citizen army. <laughs> oh my. Oh my god. Okay. Oh no. Um yeah, I just I, I, the thing with the helicopter chasing them around in the ice, it seemed like the helicopter gave up way too easy. Oh, yeah. Like it got so confused. Well, Is actually, it, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've um, I've been in a helicopter in, at night, and it is... Um, what? Very... Are you in a militia? <laughs> Who here in this room is not in a militia? I'm the only one raising my hand, FYI listeners. I'm the only one not in a militia. Okay, continue. <laughs> I, I felt, and especially where you're so high up, it's so dark, there are obviously no, you know, lights for them to be guided by other than the one light that they can shine down on the ice. So if for them to continue searching and wasting their gas, when they can, it would be so difficult to find little tiny people objects on, you know, on the ground. Mm-hmm. I felt that was pretty realistic, actually. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hmm. Dave, anything else? Grumbly? Uh, the click, uh... Uh, the other, uh, other helicopter-related grumble is, like, they had this entire fleet of these Chinook helicopters that they abandoned the base with. Like, why couldn't they have just flown out on the ice and met these guys halfway? I know, you know, they could have just dropped a rope and got the uh, got the serum and flown back to their archipelago. Because I didn't seem like anyone was, like, had air superiority here. Like, uh, No. Uh, seemed... But it would have been dangerous because then the virus could have potentially blown up. Did they have two or one cylinders? Two. Well, then why didn't they just do one on the ice and then one on a helicopter or whatever? Yeah, it seemed like a bad well, that, plan. But, yeah. but they didn't they want the this virus... one thing that was going to stop the war and they sent it out, you know, with one person in a, like, they didn't even split up the it's two true. things into two it's people, right? That's true. It well, that, like that is issues. a valid point. But what I was going to say was they don't, they don't want to risk the virus falling into the enemy's hands. But why? Because they want to release it regardless. But they want to release it on their terms and so that they can all be protected in their bunkers when they release it. But I do agree with you. They it was weird that they put both viruses in one backpack. That was stupid. And one other thing, I just felt left hanging from that very first scene where the lieutenant picks her up and says, No, you're coming with me. We're going to the base. And they drove out in the middle of nowhere. Or not in the middle of nowhere, but into some and then he gets out and leaves her. I'm like, is this a oh, test? Oh, wait, is this I know a, why. Wait, I know why. Is he why? like okay, why? trying to figure out like, I, see if she can find her way back to the base? Like, and where did he go? Yeah. I know why. How do you know? I, I'll tell you. So the uh, he stole, so his mission from the very beginning, he knew what that virus was. He he knew that they were transporting a virus uh, or like he, at least he knew, um, not necessarily, he didn't know necessarily that it was a virus, but he knew that they were going to do something bad. And his intention was to steal a spot on that trip so that he could go and potentially prevent this horrible thing from happening um so he ended up stealing someone's spot but i think she was his first target so i think she was the first person that he was going to steal he was going to steal her spot get her killed bring her out there so that she she doesn't survive he would then go and say oh she you know she died in transport or whatever so he had to then when he disappeared after he dropped her off he had to go and find the other person that was supposed to go on this mission wow you've put a lot of thought into this actually (laughs) no that's just what i thought when i was watching it Wow. You came here with no notes, which which I thought was going to mean that you didn't have much to say. But instead, it's like we're in a master class on the script of like plot holes. I loved this so much. totally shown up here. I I don't understand how you're right. I think you're right. This is weird. The problem is that when we watch these horrible, horrible things, I just check out. I don't care enough. 
But then we watch something like Black Crab, and it's so good and interesting and unique. I'm oh. all in. Like, so mm. Ashley likes the water related. Like, she likes the squids. Oh, right. She likes the, the <laughs> right. crabs. So whale music. Maybe I we should watch whale be, music. I wanted next to be time. a dolphin person when I wanted to be a marine biologist when I was younger. I wanted to work with dolphins. Really? Yeah. I, that's interesting. Yeah, because we've we really never are talked a about person. this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I had all the dolphin paraphernalia when I was a child. What does that look all like? All the dolphin. <laughs> Give me three Justin, examples. Do, do you have all the dolphin paraphernalia? I have paraphernalia? zero dolphin paraphernalia. <laughs> don't you remember? Is that like a hat? Like I don't, don't know. Guys, you wear class. Don't, don't you remember in the nineties? <laughs> a 90s? breathing hole you just put on the back of your neck. <laughs> don't you remember in the nineties when young women? Oh, there were all these posters with really brightly colored like dolphins leaping out of water with sunsets. And there was all these like dolphin, um, uh, like trophy, not trophy. Yes, like, I know exactly what yeah, you mean. Yeah, I had all of that. That's bizarre. <laughs> do you have a dolphin tattoo? I do not. Okay. No, no. Wow. Should I get one? <laughs> no, I just I would have lost a bet. Um, <laughs> oh, <what>? Okay. Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> okay, what about a scene that didn't need to be in here? Here we go. This didn't need to be in there. Why, oh, why did they include this scene? Um, a scene that didn't need to be in there. I'll just start. Yeah. The ending when she jumped <laughs> off the thing and blew up the virus because I'm like, oh, she's killed everyone, or, or or not. I don't know. I don't know how it ended. I understand. And so I didn't want that ending. I'd, so again, we we so we need to change the name of this section because it's a scene that you wanted in there was uh, the what happened. Did I guess they, you're right. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I want this one removed and I want an explanation, some yeah. text on screen or somebody, a voiceover mm. like, and everyone died Lord. or whatever. I was, like, <laughs> I was trying to read it in, in like Swedish Sean Bean's face on the helicopter as he's flying away, but it, he didn't really, he was <laughs> just kind of like, Swedish Sean Bean. Swedish Sean Bean had a tear, maybe, but that's because he liked this woman or not, yeah. or he knew he was going to die or everyone was going to yeah. die or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's my scene. Didn't need to be in there. The ending. Huh. Well, I would say that one with the soup lady, when she gets off and, okay. and she starts mm. this conversation with this lady in the soup, and I don't really know what it was there to establish because it, it confused me. I was like, is she in a concentration camp? Like, we just covered this. Mm. I didn't know. So to me, it just was like, I spent the rest of the movie going, are we going to look for that lady's husband? Because he started <laughs> that conversation and then the guy just came no, and scooped her away. Dave, yeah. the whole point of that scene was to establish that people are, are like, for example, the other guy, he ended up getting them um, shot up and, and getting them discovered because he was so desperate to get in touch with his girlfriend, who was a communications person. Like, people are just trying to make their connections with their loved ones. They're trying to make sure that the people they love are alive and okay. And it was I very poignant. I'm just to so me. used to these films, like, just slapping you or. Yeah, films, like slapping you in the face. Nothing in. happens that's yeah. not going to relate to something that's going to happen later in the film. And this just mm. seemed like, well, there's going to be septus, some be tie in. No, with this I, woman, I or... thought that was such a good moment. Dave, I think this movie went over our heads. I think, yeah. <laughs> like, we I like I'm confused. You're confused. Ashley seems yeah, to understand we were what's like going on. Thinking this was going to be like Rambo Six yeah. or something. Which yeah, is so easy. You know, yeah. angry white guy goes in and shoots everybody. Yeah, these and, guys yeah. are bad guys because yeah. they're we're, we're products of the '80s. Everything yeah. should be black and white and when a noodle lady comes on asking about her husband he's got to show up later on and he's been like genetically transformed into a no. super soldier yeah. oh, you know. oh my god so what you're saying is that you don't want to see life represented on tv not sad life with dead children no well but 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 that that is life that i know is I'm, a, life. I'm living it it's sad yeah. i don't I know, want it i don't I want i want but ben I... stiller 
Oh. Ben Stiller. Okay, so what about you? What? Oh, you're going to say nothing. What scene didn't need to be in there? Did you have one? Nothing. Oh, I knew <laughs> Oh, my God. I loved it all. I really, really loved it all. Okay, fine. <laughs> what, what next? What about a scene you wish you were in? I wish I was in that scene. It's really freaking cool. Yeah, really freaking cool. I wish I was in that scene. Don't you? All right. <laughs> what about a scene you wish... Actually, I bet it's every scene, isn't it? What's... Um, I uh, I actually just I wanted to be um, uh, the scene where with the thin ice where the whole movie was the scene. Oh, you mean <laughs> no, where, where like, they the actually <laughs> fell through and stuff? Okay. Holy shit! That was uh, why did sorry. you want to be in that? I scene? just I wanted to I don't know I wanted to like tell her not to do that or or I don't know. Well, they I don't know. I just it was really well, intense and it was do... really, like know. you're just shouting from the island like <laughs> don't do it stop. <laughs> Like S T A H P. Stop. Um, <laughs> I know. I just, I thought that scene was really intense. I was really, um, oh, I was just on my tippy toes and I just, I wanted to, I don't know. I just wanted to be there. I, I love skating. I love being on ice. I think, so, okay, here's a little thing. Um, in a lot of Swedish, uh, or not Swedish, sorry, in a lot of Scandinavian countries, they have these amazing people that go out on uh, lakes, frozen lakes and frozen um, ocean and stuff, and they actually skate on on pristine um, ocean. And the, the fact, like, they don't... Um, most of the time these are people that have grown up there and they know what those lakes are like and they know how thick the ice can be and stuff but it's so beautiful to watch them when they're skating on that and it's so it's so surreal and um and so i just that's what this reminded me of and i just wanted to be there skating on this amazing pristine I ice i would never have guessed that's the scene you were gonna be <laughs> i get it okay it's cool it's beautiful dave uh what do you got well this i thought of later like after the after I was left just feeling empty and hollowed out by this film, I was like, "This needed a moment of levity." Oh. So I, you know, at the first when she arrives and they open the cattle car door and there's a bunch of like, you know, like citizen, citizen soldiers in uh -huh. there with their guns, I thought it would be cool. Like it's like, oh, like a hobo movie, you know? There'd be some guy in there <laughs> cooking a can of beans over a canister, no, playing playing like Woody Guthrie songs. Oh, no. And like oh, re no. making readings from like Jack Kerouac and stuff, you know. <laughs> you wanted to be that guy. Yeah, like, like come jester. on, guys. Yeah, one more time. Yeah, we're gonna sing. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just any. Yeah, there was no joy in this movie. Yeah. The 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 thing that was almost like when when they found the chips in the trunk. And they oh ate. yeah! I'm like that was the only bit of like. Oh, happiness. but then there were people in the backseat of the car with yeah. their faces smashed in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm. So they give you something and they take it away. I loved yeah. it. Uh, well, the scene, <laughs> I wanted to be okay. The, you know the assault on the bunker scene that you guys loved so much. Yeah, mm. that's the scene I want to be in. And yeah. now here's the thing. I've never been in a war or trained for a war, but that seemed like a stupid ass way to assault a bunker because they're just <laughs> they're standing straight up, walking coming up a hill, it, doo -doo 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 -doo, and so then they just pop up behind and pop, pop, pop. They kill them but all. But they're all in white, and there's a lot of them. But that's but they're people, not robots. So I want to be the ca the captain of that little <laughs> platoon, and I'd be like, okay, stop, 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 stop. Everyone, first of all, duck, duck down. Right. You Tim, gotta... Jerry, Ralph, go go up behind. Yeah, the you got to get some flankers. Go out around. There. Some flankers. Don't walk straight at the bunker because they're shooting. Go around the bunker. Would have been no problem. Right. I wish I was there to help the enemies or maybe or the, the good, good guys. guys i don't know who they are well, they just... were wearing white so maybe that was the symbol symbolism that they were the good guys I... and the black crab no. people were I, whatever they are i don't want them to be so <laughs> stupid don't walk straight at it when you have the opportunity to go around right? they were right. sleeping it's true 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the scene I... Can uh, we wait? I just want to... Well, one last thing I want to say about this movie is, holy crap, was that woman ever gorgeous? Which one? Just the main character. You liked her. She was so beautiful. And her hair and her pretty freckles. Her and really her, interesting. Oh, it was so cool. I've never seen anyone that looks like that in my life. Hmm. She and looked quite I just, a bit different than, than in the other movie. Do Swedish people... Are, when you lived in Sweden, was there anyone that looked like that in any way? Like, is this... She's an interesting looking woman. Yeah. And I don't know anything about her background. I mean, she's Swedish looking. She could have some Finnish features. Because oh. Finland, Finnish people look, they're, they're quite Unique? different ethnically mm. to the rest of Scandinavia. Because mm. they're from, a, like, the language they speak is fully unrelated oh, to I'm Scandinavia. Look it up. It's, it's not even in the, just, into your. It's she crazy. Was a, and she was an amazing actress. <laughs> yeah, she's, well, she's great. God, yeah. she was good. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. Well, we, we, we can continue that with. With the next trivia. section. Ready? Here I'm going to trivia, trivia theme song. It's time for trivia. What do you know? I know something that I Googled just now. Did you learn anything that I didn't know? I learned something that I Googled just now. Yeah. Okay. So who has trivia? Did anyone compile? I, I guess have... not, Ashley, because you brought no notes. I brought nothing. They I only have one thing. Okay. Is that uh, some of these scenes in the end where they're in the bunker place, yeah. virus bunker, was at the Banhoff server cave, which is a place where the servers for WikiLeaks were kept. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah, we're shot there. That so. is a very cool thing. And then, then I was going to Google some facts about crabs, but they were all quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not to you guys, because now that I know that Ashley was oh, an aspiring, like... It's uh, a missed opportunity, Dave. Uh, like, oceanic biologist. Yeah, you got a crab fan over here. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, um, my God. I don't have two terms. It's just two little things. Um, That guy, like I said, is Danish. And it, as far as Scandinavian languages go, um, sometimes Swedes have a hard time understanding Danish. Mm. But Danes usually have no problem understanding Norwegians or Swedes. And mm. Norwegians usually don't have any trouble understanding Swedes or Danish. So there's sometimes um, Danish can be hard. Not as hard as it is for me because I, I have quite a hard time understanding that guy. Oh, Was he yeah. speaking Danish in the, yeah, in the film? Yeah, so this is what's interesting, right? Oh. It's because which, which guy? Which guy? Uh, the one... Oh, he's bald. Like the one who beat up the other guy and hit him in the glasses. Okay, face. yes. The guy who ended up killing himself. Yes, that's right. Okay. He's Danish. And so, yeah. So the thing is, like, if you're in Sweden or Norway or Denmark, you can just speak one of those languages at the other person from oh. the other country, and they should probably be able to understand it. Wow. But in the beginning, this guy speaks Danish, and the, the guy with the glasses didn't understand him. Oh. And so then he switched up to make it sound slightly more Swedish so that he would understand him, which was kind of neat. That is really cool. cool. Wait, the guy with the glasses, <clears throat> the one with the girlfriend? Yeah, he didn't he didn't catch what he said, right? Oh, that is so and neat. And so he changed the vocab a Ooh, little bit. Ooh, this yeah. is a good little fun fact. Yeah, these are neat. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I have a, I, I find Danish quite difficult. Like when we watched that uh, Borean, or whatever was that? Yeah, the, the Danish show, like I just can't follow it very Interesting. easily. Interesting. But it's so... But you can see Swedes and, 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 and Danes can just usually just talk to each other. Wow, that is cool. Mm. Yeah. I it, loved watching this. Oh, here's another reason I love this so much was just watching a movie in another language. I know. That great. was awesome. I, I, God, I like what, a, what, a, what a break from the crap we've been watching. <laughs> and, and here's my other thing. So the actor, um, what was her name? Numi Rapace? Yeah. Rapace? Which isn't her original name. Oh, okay. Um, she is born and from Hudiksvall in Sweden. Which mm. is the town I was an exchange student in. Oh, wow. that's so fun. Because I, I Googled around to figure out, like, where did she grow up? Like, she was born there, yes, but did she go to high school there? But she's a little younger than I am. 
but not that much younger. So Whoa. it is entirely possible oh. that we went to the same high school together. Oh my God, that would be wow. really cool. And I you went, should reach out to her. <laughs> I should not. That's creepy. But I went to my yearbook from the thing and like it's like I think she was just the year before she would have been in the yearbook. Mm. But it's entirely possible she and I are best friends or hung out. Wow. <laughs> and I don't remember And you her. don't remember her. No. Well, that obviously no. you weren't that good. Of no, her. it was a big enough town. But That's anyway, cool. it's, yeah. so like it's that she's so from cool. the town that I spent the most time in, in Sweden. And so, I'm sure she thinks about you every day, I'm though. She must, Dave. That and she's like, must. what was that guy's name? What was that? <laughs> I can remember that guy's name. What was that weird name. American guy that she's was She's hunting the globe tall. in the same fashion that she was hunting the globe for, for her, her daughter, daughter in this film. <laughs> with the same passion and drive. She's been looking for you. But for is last... she going to murder everyone because she can't find me? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, maybe she'll change her mind at the last minute. Yeah. You're a catch. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'd murder everyone for you, Dave. <laughs> anyway, um, that's it. That's, that's just neat because that's my personal it. connection to this. That is so cool. Movie. I love it when there is a personal connection, especially when it's language or travel related. I know. I, I thought you might like the language. It was thing. good. It was really good. Um, I, I have to admit, I am such. I'm so fascinated by Swedish. I watched the. Um, I, I actually understood. There's a lot of Swedish that is super um, translatable to English. Like you can listen to it and and understand what the context of that what they're saying is. Um, and I found that the the very first Swedish thing I watched was the girl with the dragon tattoo movies, mm, mm. the originals, and in Swedish. And it was so much fun. I watched them several times and then I took off the subtitles to see how much I could understand. I was trying to teach myself Swedish. Mm -hmm. I might do that again with this movie. Yeah. yeah. It, it's fairly easy to understand. Yeah. I, I, a lot of like um, Germanic. I mean, yeah, it's a Germanic language, yeah, right? There I we mean, go. originally it's all sort of the same thing as English or German and all that. So yep. there's a lot of similar vocabulary words. And the, Swedish is generally, I mean, this is. It's easier to understand, I think, for foreign people than Danish, mm. just because it's spoken sometimes a little slowly, more mm. slowly, and a little more un, un, un clearly, okay, right, clearly mm. than Danish, which is really quite. And they always say it's so it's almost Danish is like Swedish with, with an accent. In your mouth. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, but um, and so it might be a little earlier, easier to learn Norwegian or Swedish than Ooh. Danish. So, but I like Norwegian quite a bit too. Oh. It's very fun. Mm. Anyway, that's all my nerdy uh, stuff about uh, this movie. I enjoyed that. Wow. I like the despite all the dead children, I did at least enjoy the Swedish. So wait, wait. So would you recommend this movie to who? Not to Dave. It might kill him. <laughs> yeah. Um, who would you recommend this movie to? Anyone? In particular, I, other than you. Now that I know <laughs> you need this kind of stuff in your life, no, I don't. It wasn't a bad movie. No. It, I, I was uncomfortable with the fact that it was dealing with things that we're dealing with now in the real mm. world, like I was yelling about in my synopsis. Because, like, I don't... I'm processing the world as it is now, and that's hard. And okay. I don't want to see entertainment that resembles the real world now. Mm. I feel like this is... It's hard. Exactly, yeah. And mm. so I didn't like it for that reason. I and see. so I really had to sort of distance myself from this emotionally and, and, and just watch it. Because oh. it's, it's the wrong time for me to be watching this particular movie you know oh, i'm sorry for that I, I'm, I'm okay don't worry about <laughs> but i think a lot of people probably also might have felt the same way i don't know i made it to number one so i want yeah that's fascinating that it came i well one. i well wait dave what do you think like would you recommend it i i would have a difficult time recommending because i wouldn't really know what category to put this in <laughs> like like i've watched a ton of war films and like vietnam films and things like that and i and i quite enjoy that genre but this doesn't fit into that this to this me is very different but it's it's more of a 
documentary almost or like a, it's, it's human psychology it's yeah. very much to me this is very much about diving deeper into why we do the things that we do why humans behave the way that we behave and i think that's why i like it so much right now because watching this to me actually does help me think about what's going on in ukraine and russia mm-hmm. like it really it really humanizes the, the people who are on the ground and, and fighting over there right now and, and losing their lives. Like it, it, because yes, obviously Russia invading Ukraine is a horrible, monstrous thing and they shouldn't be doing it. But there are some young men out there fighting for Russia who have been taught and told that what they're doing is right. And, yeah. you and know, it's just, there are elements of that. Yeah. In, this. in this. I, I will say if, if my recommendation, if you want to want to watch a movie that's kind of dark and it's about war but it's it's like this, and then it's set in a fictitious near future mm. world. Maybe Children of Men. Dave, I've mentioned this before. It's yes. such a gorgeous movie. Oh, and it is about the human condition Children and humanity. Men. And it you is would, yeah, you would like that. I'm actually. definitely you will check like, it out. It, it, it has <laughs> got to be one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh. It is beautiful and it is dark, but not dark in a way that makes me. Um, like this movie made me sad. Children Aww. of Men did not make me sad. Okay. Have you ever seen The Road, Ashley? No, I have Cormac, not. It's based on a book by Cormac McCarthy. I'm writing it down. All right, we'll go. Viggo Mort- Mortensen. Oh, I know him. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lord of the Rings. So now we've come to a part of the program where I have a very, very special announcement, which you guys obviously know. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Yes. We don't have to look up what we're going to watch because we already knew it was going to be Bridgerton. <laughs> yeah. Because Bridgerton came out a couple days ago. And so, because of that, we have planned for our next show to be a live show. And we have booked an auditorium where oh, the, yes. the three of us and <laughs> Laura Estel, who loves the show that we're about to watch, and Kaylin Wright, who apparently has never seen this show, Bridgerton, yeah. uh, is going to be there too. So two special guests, live show, talking about Bridgerton. Bridgerton, which is the number one show. And we uh, all knew it was going to happen. And yeah, here we are. We knew. Uh, and so the live show is at, at 7 o'clock at the Schwartz Auditorium on the St. FX campus. April 3rd. April 3rd. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. So um, we're more or less recording it on the Sunday like we always do. And then we'll release it. And it should be a fun. It'll be our first time in front of a live audience. Right. And I hope we actually have people show up <laughs> yeah, who then and laugh at our jokes. Tell your friends. <laughs> let's just hope a brawl doesn't ensue. It might. You know, it might. It could. Yeah, if we get a rakish duke in there, yeah, Dave, yeah, who's right. after your woman. Yeah, yes, a... there could be, um, just so for all of you lovely Anaganish audience members, there could be a few surprises if you come in person oh, yeah. to watch it. So. We guarantee some fun- unexpected things will yes. be happening, and it <laughs> will be funny, I'm sure. Uh, and yeah, so, but we're, we're watching hopefully as much of season two as each of us can, but we're really focusing, I think, on the first episode because of Kaylin, you know. She yeah. has like, people have jobs people have and things to yes, do. We do. can't watch all of it. I am going to try and watch all of it so yeah. I can speak uh, knowledgeably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but if, if, if you're going to come to the show or if you're going to listen to the podcast later, just try and watch the first episode and that will give And we'll, also be yeah. okay with spoilers if you only watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely be one. okay with spoilers. Um, yeah. Bridgerton. So dust off your powdered wigs. <laughs> d- d- yes. And your cod pieces. Yeah, I don't know your... if they wore either of those during yeah. the Regency era. I don't think so. But if you just want to come in your favorite cod piece and powdered wig, we would appreciate it. Um, please, Your please diamond-studded do. cod piece. Yeah. <laughs> There's not enough cod pieces. When is that coming back? Ah, maybe you should make it a trend, Justin. 
All right. I'm up for the challenge. Um, all right. Well, thanks. Uh, thank yeah. you for this strange and uncomfortable um, movie discussion. I loved it. So yeah. I did not. This was a good one for oh, me. Uh, there we go. I'm going to go home and watch the Smurfs or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Pop? Watch the My Little Pony thingies. No, watch yeah. something with Ben Stiller. Uh, right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why he's my go-to. <laughs> All right, everybody. Stiller. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next white week live on stage for Woo! Bridgerton. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Bye. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough. And it's simple, and it's easy, and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on whyarepeoplewatchingthis.com. There's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.